Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean. I'm Sean. Hello, kids. Hey, Sean. Today we're going to talk about how God is in charge of everything using a story from the Bible. That's right, Julie. The last few weeks, we've been learning about what happened to Jesus' friends and followers after he went back to heaven. We talked about how Peter and the rest of the disciples told many other people in Jerusalem the good news about Jesus and how God even used them to heal people's bodies who were sick or couldn't walk. Those are called miracles. That's right. A miracle is something amazing that doesn't normally happen that shows God's power. Wow. Life in the early church was pretty amazing, wasn't it? I mean apart from the temple leaders trying to arrest them and kill them and all that. Yeah, that part probably wasn't so great, but it was worth it. People were hearing the gospel and God was bringing more and more people into his forever family. But you're right, God did and still does some pretty amazing things by the Holy Spirit in his church. Well, Julie, what amazing things are we going to be talking about today? I'm glad you asked because today we're going to be talking about how the church got bigger and how the good news about Jesus started spreading all over the world when Jesus' disciples did exactly what he said to. They started going and telling people everywhere the good news about Jesus, starting with their neighbors. They talked to their neighbors. I mean, it doesn't seem super amazing. But... Well, they didn't have a good relationship with these neighbors. Does that help? Well, yeah. It spices things up a little bit, I suppose. Oh, One of their neighbors was a magician named Simon. What? You know, a magician, an illusionist or trickster of the magic arts. Yeah, you should have led with that. That is crazy. A magician in the Bible? I thought magic was just Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter kind of stuff. You know, imaginary. Well, the Bible really doesn't say exactly what kind of magic Simon was doing, but he was amazing and distracting people from Jesus by claiming to be as great and powerful as God. Whoa, no way. No magician could ever be that great. Definitely not. But hey, that gives me an idea. We know someone who could help us learn a little more about magic, and I think she's pretty great. She's a magician. Let's say magician together. Magician! Did someone say magician? Well, hello. It's our good friend, Morgan the Great. Welcome to the show, Morgan. Um, Morgan? Yeah, uh, I can hear her voice, but I can't see her. Where is she? Presto! Whoa! Whoa! Thank you, thank you, lady and gentlemen. It is an honor making an appearance on the show. How can I, Morgan the Great, be of assistance to you today? Morgan, that was so cool! You were nowhere, and then you were just poof, right here. How did you do that? A magician never reveals her secrets, Sean. Well, Morgan, we'd love to know what you can tell us, because in our story today from the Bible... 
we're going to learn how the good news about Jesus started spreading all over the world, starting with Israel's own neighbors, even though they were being amazed and distracted by a magician. Tell us, what makes magic so amazing? All right, since we're friends, I'll give you a little peek behind the curtain. The truth is, magic really isn't that amazing. The kind of magic I do, at least. What do you mean? Do you see this quarter? Look closely. Yeah, sure, just, it looks like an ordinary quarter. Is it a quarter? Or is it a flower behind your ear? What? Voila! That was, how did you, that was amazing. Hey, 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 I saw you pull a flower from your other hand and tuck the quarter into your sleeve. That's right, Julie. I tricked you, Sean, and tricked you good because you weren't looking at my hand with the flower. You were looking at my hand with the quarter because I distracted you. Distraction or getting people to look at something else other than what's important is a magician's best friend. Hey, you're right. The Bible says that Simon, the magician in our story, was distracting people from Jesus by saying that he was somebody great, somebody as strong and powerful as God. Yeah, nobody can be that strong or powerful. Wait, right, Morgan? No way. God is in charge of everything in the whole world. He made everything from nothing using just his words, including Simon. Were they magic words like Abra or Kadabra or Alakazam? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure God just spoke and it happened. Now that is power. It sounds like our magician friend Simon just wanted to feel like he was somebody great and powerful like God, which I can totally understand as a performer with admiring fans. Or he had some powerful help because only God has all power, real power. He's God and God deserves all of our love, worship, and applause. Amen. So you're not actually magic? Am I? <gasps> More flowers! No, I do magic tricks, but that's all they are. Tricks that I practice for fun and for a bit of extra spending money on the side. Maybe Simon had some money on the side too. Maybe so. Well, Morgan, this conversation was really helpful. Great, even. Thanks so much for joining us and sharing what you know. Of course, I hope it did the trick. And you learn even more as you hear today's story from the Bible. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. So let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. Dear God, thank you so much for your word. And thank you for Jesus, who is the truth. And thank you for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you've done. Amen. We've been learning about what happened to Jesus' friends and followers, the disciples, after Jesus went back to heaven. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to be with his disciples and help them. The Holy Spirit helped Peter, one of Jesus' closest friends and followers, tell many people the good news about him. And in one day, God gave 3,000 people new hearts that loved and trusted Jesus too. That's a lot of people. Immediately, they received the Holy Spirit and became a part of God's family, the church. That's right, and today we're gonna to talk about how the church got even bigger and how the good news about Jesus spread when another disciple named Philip went to Samaria. Philip was a follower of Jesus who wanted others to love and trust Jesus too. So Philip left Jerusalem and went to Samaria to tell the people there about Jesus. On the count of three, say Samaria. One, two, three. 
Samaria. Samaria. Do you remember what we learned about Samaria in season one? Did God's special chosen people, the Israelites, like the Samaritans? No. Many Israelites thought they were better than the Samaritans because they worshiped God in the temple, unlike the Samaritans. So, when Israelites needed to travel past Samaria, they would walk all the way around, even though it took longer, just so they wouldn't have to talk to any of those Samaritans or be around them. Is that how God wants us to treat people? No way. Jesus was different, and so was his disciple Philip. Philip walked straight into Samaria and told the people there about Jesus. He told them that Jesus was the savior they had all been waiting for. And guess what? Many, many Samaritans believed. The Holy Spirit even used Philip to heal many people who were sick or couldn't walk, just like Jesus did. And the people of Samaria were amazed. Miracles like these don't normally happen. But this was not the first time the people of Samaria had been amazed by things that didn't normally happen because in Samaria, there was also a magician named Simon. On the count of three, let's say Simon. One, two, three, Simon. Simon, Simon did not love or trust Jesus. He loved money and being called great and powerful by others by doing magic. The Bible doesn't say exactly what kind of magic Simon was doing, but we know he was tricking the Samaritans into believing that he, Simon, was as great and powerful as God. Do you think Simon, a man, was as great and powerful as God? No way. Only God is in charge of everything, including Simon. That's right. The amazing things the Holy Spirit was doing to heal people's bodies were way greater and way more powerful than any of Simon's cheap magic tricks. The Bible says that Simon was so amazed by God's power, he believed what Philip was saying about Jesus and wanted to be a follower of Jesus too. <laughs> Whoa. God gave many people in Samaria new hearts that loved and trusted Jesus, but he did not send the Holy Spirit to them right away. God wanted to heal the broken relationship his people, the Israelites, had with the Samaritans. He wanted them to see that Samaritans were people made in God's image too. So God sent Peter and John, two more disciples, to pray for the Samaritans and lay their hands on them. Ask someone next to you if you can lay your hand gently on their back. Hmm, that feels nice. Then guess what happened? The Holy Spirit came to be with the people who loved and trusted Jesus and to help them too. Nice. Now, when Simon saw the Holy Spirit being given to everyone Peter and John touched, he had an idea. He wanted to be able to give the Holy Spirit to whoever he touched too, so that he could be powerful and make money again. But wait, does God send the Holy Spirit to someone just because a disciple touches them? No. God is in charge of everything, not Simon or the disciples. God sends the Holy Spirit to whoever he wants. Simon did not understand. Even though Simon said he wanted to follow Jesus, he wanted to use God's power to make money. So he tried to make a deal with Peter and John. Now let's get an even closer look at this story by reading what Simon asked them from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the New Testament, the book of Acts, chapter eight, verses 18 and 19. I'll give you just a moment to find it. Acts 8, 18 through 19. Remember, it's always okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that is okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? We're going to read Acts 8, 18 through 19, which says, Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also 
so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. What? Can we buy the power of God with money? No. What about God the Holy Spirit? Can we buy him with money? Nope. God is in charge of everything. God sends the Holy Spirit to whoever he wants, to everyone who loves and trusts Jesus. Peter told Simon that he was sinning and to go tell God he was sorry for his sins through prayer. Simon wanted to be great and powerful like God, but only God is in charge of everything. Only God has the power to heal people and give them new healthy hearts that love and trust Jesus. Only God can send the Holy Spirit to be with his people and be their helper, like he did for so many of the Samaritans as the church grew and grew. And when we love and trust Jesus, God sends us the Holy Spirit to be with us and help us too. Even though we're all born with hearts that are sick with sin and sin separates us from God, God sent his only son, Jesus, to live a perfect life and to die on the cross for our sins. But Jesus didn't stay dead. Nope. He came back to life so that everyone who loves and trusts him can be with God as part of his family, the church, forever. God is in charge of everything and is able to save sinners like me, like you, like the Samaritans, and even like Simon the Magician. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it five-second fly-through review. That's right, and our friend Morgan the Great is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Morgan. All right, I'm going to ask you eight questions, and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone, are you ready? Because Because here we go. Question one, who left Jerusalem to tell the people of Samaria about Jesus? Philip. Question number two. Did the Israelites like talking to Samaritans? No. Question three. What amazing things did God do through Philip? He healed healed people's bodies. Question four. Who else was doing amazing things tricking the people with magic? Simon. Question five. Was Simon as great and powerful as God? 
No nah. way. Question six. Simon offered Peter and John money to get the power of... The, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Question seven. Can we buy power from God with money? Nope. nope. Last question. Unlike Simon, who is in charge of everything? God. God. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, pray for someone who, for whatever reason, you've never really gotten along with. Ask God to give them, and for you for that matter, a new heart that loves and trusts Jesus most, trusting that God is in charge of everything and he can really do it. And as we finish up our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that God is in charge of everything. the stars throughout the sky with his hands around outer space he put each planet into place no matter how big or small he's in charge of it all the summer sun to show Just one word, he made the day. He tells each cloud which way to move. Commands the waves of the ocean blue. No matter how big or small, he's in charge of it all. The summer sun to show. How to snow the morning bird to sing God's in charge of everything the springtime flowers grow the autumn colors show the bumblebee to sting God's in charge of charge of everything God's in charge of everything Thanks for listening to God's Big Story Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about how God gave his Holy Spirit to many people in Samaria, you can turn to Acts 8 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. 
For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tbcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye.